Madison's Alternative, 106.7 The Resistance. This week on the Disruptor Series, I'm joined by Bob Moses. Hello. Hello. How are you? I am doing great. It's pretty cold and snowy here, so I'm going to have to go shovel. But how are you guys doing? We're good. It's uh, warm and sunny here in LA, but um, (laughs) we're with you in spirit for the shoveling. We're both Canadian, and one of my favorite sayings is someone who says, if you do it right the first time, you'll never have to do it again, has never shoveled a Canadian driveway in a way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's very true. Very true. So you're Tom Howie and Jimmy Valence. Do you guys form the group? What are your roles in the group? We both write and produce and I sing and on, on stage, I sing and play guitar and Jimmy plays the keys. And jumps around and headbangs. Yeah, headbangs <laughs> a lot. And uh, yeah, we just kind of, we grew up together in Vancouver and then we moved to New York separately. We kind of both wanted to form a band that had its own sound and pushed the boundaries of production, but also wrote really good songs. And that's sort of uh, what we've always tried to do. Do your roles ever switch or cross over? Totally. I think like so at the beginning, it was kind of like, you know, I was maybe more knew more about the production side of things. And Tom was like coming, just coming off Berkeley and was really into songwriting. And I think that like we both taught each other a lot. And so we have this very like yin and yang relationship where we're very good at like compensating for the other things that the other one's not good at. But I think as the more time we spend together, we learn so much from each other that this overlap thing, like Tom will be like, I want to hop on and do this. And he'll make a way better keyboard sound than I could. Or like, it's, it's just awesome where we're at now. You need that symbiotic relationship to really get the sound that you want. Exactly. Is producing something you both wanted to do as creators, like as builders, or did it more come out of necessity or interest? Yeah. I mean, for me, I've always heard, even from when I was in my first bands, I would always hear everything, you know, you get the song, but I hear, I hear it all in my head. So it's just sort of been the long, slow process of figuring out how to get that into the speakers, you know, and I know Jimmy has always been fascinated with how things sound. So I think we both came at music really seeing the whole picture and wanting to build up skills that would help get those visions that we were having out coming through the speakers, you know, that was sort of the, the goal for both of us. Have you ever listened to a song and kind of seen it in tracks in your head? Oh, sometimes, yeah. That's, I think that's one of the most annoying things about maybe having the knowledge is that you listen to a new piece of music and you can immediately divide like, oh, that's what the bass is doing, that's what the guitar is doing. So I think it's beneficial to try not to do that and just take things at face value, but, you know, we can't help it. Yeah. You guys are about to head out on tour. No Wisconsin dates, unfortunately, but you do play Chicago April 13th, Minneapolis April 14th, both of which are only a few hours from Madison. How excited are you guys to get back on the road? So excited. I mean, like, you know, we were forced, as everybody was, to stop and not go anywhere for the last couple of years. But I mean, for a couple of guys who are so used to going so many places all the time, that was like a really, really huge 180 for us. And we kind of had to regroup, you know? mentally and physically and so we're super excited we haven't played with our band in over two years and we're super excited to get back and build a new show and uh and come out on the road and come to lots of places we're sorry to miss madison but we'll uh we'll come there on the next time for sure yeah you got to make it up to us you owe us now (laughs) (laughs) the tour is also bringing you to brazil and budapest a bunch of other countries are there any that you're particularly excited for 
Oh, I mean, Brazil, both of those that you mentioned are always great. We actually did a bit of recording in Budapest last time we were there. And so we're playing this festival that is a makeup date for something that uh, had to get canceled during COVID. But I mean, we're, we're very fortunate that we get to travel a lot of the world and go to a lot of places. And I think one of the best things about that is just getting to eat all the amazing food that's out there. So it's hard to pick one, but we're just happy that we're getting to go everywhere. Yeah, that's going to be a, a smorgasbord. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. Third album, The Silence in Between, comes out in March. How did this album come together? We found a studio and started building it just as lockdown happened. And so we just kind of were holed up in here writing and trying to figure out life as it was coming at us. I think this record is an especially cathartic one for us because we sort of realized that, you know, when your identity is all tied up in being two guys who go out most weekends and do shows and, and has that crowd interaction, then all of a sudden you don't have that anymore. We really realized that music's our life raft, so to speak, and is the sort of thing that provides a lot of purpose for both of us separately and also together. And so, you know, there was a lot of questions that we were asking, like, at the beginning of the pandemic, we we're like, are we ever going to be able to tour again? How is this going to last? Is our music career over? So it was a lot of sort of fear and reflection that came from that. So this album really sounds the most positive and upbeat and energetic of any music we've made. And I think that's the part of us that was longing to return to this connection with people and being in front of crowds. And so we were kind of making sounds that sounded like that. But then on the contrast with that, we have these sort of deep and sometimes somber lyrics that are full of sort of longing and hope and a lot of reflection. So we wrote this record because we really had to, and it was the way that we sort of were able to understand our situation and get all our hopes and dreams out into the music. And um, we're really proud with what we came up with and we really feel like it's our best work yet. It's going to be really interesting. I think when we look back in 20 years at all of our pandemic music, yeah, yeah, uh, no. but it all sounds so different. I don't feel like there's going to be, we're going to be like, oh, this was definitely written during COVID. There's so many different styles and, and different emotions that are coming out in the music that's come out the last two years. How did you pick the songs for this album? How do you narrow it down? I mean, it was just a process of like, I think us trying to push the boundaries a bit and being like, you know, what if this is our last record? What if we can't tour? Who knows what's going to happen? And so we might as well not hold back creatively. And so a couple things like, you know, Love Brand New, the idea for that we had kicking around for a while. We weren't quite sure where it fit. And, you know, the pandemic happened and was basically like this super inspiring time, not only to come up with new ideas, but to find a place or a home for some of the things that we had lying around that we weren't sure about. And, you know, I think that that in and of itself was just super inspiring to be able to do that. Yeah, and we chose, I think we've, we've made the most music we've ever made for an album because we had the time to. And we were also really strict about what made the cut. And so the process of doing that is kind of like, we, you know, we try not to judge stuff too much when we're making it. And then we kind of let it be what it is. And then once we get a little bit of distance from it, we come back. And if, if we both keep coming back to it and we're really proud of it and it really feels like it's sort of calling to us, we sort of congeal around those ideas, so to speak, and they sort of form the foundation. And then, you know, we have our trusted friends and our manager and stuff who we play stuff for and we get their feedback. But Love Brand New is the first one that we finished for the album. And it was sort of the foundation of like, okay, this is really good and everything's got to be as good or if not better, you know? So we held ourselves to a really high standard and we just tried to make as much stuff 
as we could and only keep the best. And that new song, Love Brand New, has some 90s alt-rock influence to it. Are you feeling a resurgence in that sound or more in guitar-driven music? I mean, definitely. Like, you know, obviously we're quite tapped into the whole um, dance music scene and underground dance culture and sort of a rehash of 90s drum machine beats and has really come back into the fold there. And, you know, Tom and I are from the Pacific Northwest. We grew up in the 90s and early 2000s. And obviously alternative radio there was so impacted by grunge and growing up where it's like, you know, it rains a lot. These sort of melancholic chord changes of old, like they're ingrained in us. They're part of who we are. And so I think, you know, we got a chance to maybe lean on that a little bit more on this record. And, you know, like obviously like Love Brand New kind of sounds like an Oasis song with some Nine Inch Nails with some Bob Moses thrown on top. So it's like just an amalgamation of all of our influences and then us putting our own little twist on it. In your songwriting process, do you often have lyrics first or a beat or a melody? It's always lyrics are typically last. If we're lucky, we get a phrase or some bits of lyrics that make sense with the melodies as they come. And then we're sort of writing to figure out what we're writing about, so to speak, you know? So we'll usually try and get a bit of a vibe, whether it's like a full beat or whether it's just some sounds and some chords and then a melody pretty quick. And then we'll try and do the meat and potatoes of the beat. Like we had the, in Love Brand New, we had the like bass line and the, and the kick clap pretty quick. And then we had the guitar and we had the basic melodies. We were halfway through making Love Brand New and we were kind of like, hey, what does that mean? Then as I'm singing stuff, it might sound like I say something. And then, you know, one of us will be like, oh, it says, sounds like you said this. That's pretty cool. Then it's sort of almost like out of the fog, it becomes apparent what the song's about. And then once we decide what we know what the song's about, and usually at that point, we've got a, the core of the production and like the form of the song done. And then we kind of at the end, if everything is really working, then we give that final push to finish the lyrics because sometimes that can take a long time. And like writing lyrics can be like super painful if it's cathartic. Or it's like it's all these things. So it's almost you want to do all this work just to prove to yourself that this is worth going through that to get the lyrics out, you know? Would it be easier to do an instrumental? Probably. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that also comes with its own, you know, bag of uh, bag of difficulties. But no, writing lyrics is really, especially when you want to write something deep and meaningful and you got to tap into your soul a bit. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, I think that all our favorite music, we love listening to all sorts of music. and We listen to instrumental music and we listen to just, you know, folk and stuff with just a vocal and a sparse accompaniment. But I think what we want Bob Moses to be is always that perfect combination of super cool production and a really nice instrumental, but also with a really good and deep and meaningful song paired with it. So we always try to strive to like cover all our bases, so to speak, and to push both of those as far as they can go in any kind of piece of music that like is going to make the cut, so to speak, you know? So we definitely don't make it easier for ourselves, but it's how we are challenged as artists and that's what keeps it fresh and exciting, you know? Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. We're going to check out your new song, Love Brand New, on The Resistance.